Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi Strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Hey, this is Bluey, and I'm on the DJ Diaries with the Lalas. Welcome back to the DJ Diaries with Lara Podelska and Lara Fraser. Today, we have the one, the only, Mr. <laughs> DJ Bluey in the studio. <laughs> Woo! Woo! What's up? What's up? I just want to introduce Bluey a little bit more before he goes into his quickfire questions. Bluey is not only an amazing DJ at some of your favorite clubs, he tours with some of the biggest names out there. He's been on tour with Akon and many, many more, which we're going to find out about in a moment. But before we go into anything, we're going to do a little bit of a quick fire question. What quick fire session even? <laughs> quick fire session. I do want to say that Bluey flew in last night from? Uh, Malta. Malta. What time yeah. did you come in? Um, I got in at like 3 a.m. Okay, so here's your first quick fire. Did you sleep? Um, I did. I okay. slept on the plane. Because you look fire. <laughs> <laughs> you look so good. You look a little bit too good to have been. Yeah, you look amazing. I, I mean, like plane. amazing. Quick one, plane. guys. Do you sometimes feel like when you don't sleep and you show up to the job, you look better? Or is it always better to get the two hours in? I try to always get the two hours in, man, because I'm like a baby when it comes to sleep. Like, I need it. Like, yeah. Need it. Otherwise, you? I'm just moody and just sad and miserable. Do you know what I mean? Mm, okay. What about right. you, Laura? No, I, I know think, the answer to this. <laughs> I know the damn answer to this. Every time I try and do the one hour sleep, I am a grouch. Mm. I am coming through with makeup all over my face, yeah. uh, looking like Monica from Friends. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's straight through for me. What about you, Lau? Um, yeah, it's neither. <laughs> to um, be honest, I'm I'm terrible either way. I'm no <laughs> sleep, so I yeah, I'm I, I can't function without sleep. I can't function with sleep. I'm just mm. either out or not. That's yeah. kind of how I am and not in a great way, but you know, it <gasps> is how it is. Let's start out. All right, we're gonna do quick fire, guys. This is the quick fire section that we're gonna do every week with all of our DJs just to find out a little bit more about them. So your go to song that will pack out the dance floor. Um Pump the jam. Pump the jam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Every time, every time it works. Uh, should we go back and forth? Do you want to do one now? Or? No, no. Oh. I mean, I'd just go ahead. Okay. I, I just, I was just kind of pumping. <laughs> all right, I'll go straight through them all really quickly. Um, grime or drum and bass? Uh, drum and bass. All right. Funniest DM you've ever received? From a girl. Oh, it could be from a guy. No, 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 no. It can be from anyone. Okay, I want to know from a girl. The funniest DM I've ever received from a guy was... Uh, he's this like Italian looking really muscly guy and he sent me a, a picture of a smile and a thumbs up and his pee pee no not, <laughs> not yet <laughs> so I sent a thumbs up back and then oh. he sends like a completely naked oh. picture oh, of himself with a really big cheesy grin <laughs> 
do you know what? I knew the pee pee was going to come in because that's what that's what the DMs are for. You're calling it the pee pee. The pee pee because I well I, you know I'm calling it the pee pee. Yeah, because it, I was trying to make it sound cuter than the whole like hey, it's dick. And you can say it. It's, it's our podcast. Do you know what? No, I was I was still trying to be a good girl. Okay. Um, all right. My question is, since we're talking about DMs, yes. um, which DMs? And we're not going to get in trouble here. Yeah. But which DMs have you completely slid into? As in, like, no sort of, no hesitation, someone famous. What have you, what have um, you written? What, like, who have I just slid into? Yeah. Uh, oh, that's deep. a good one, yeah. actually. I'm, I'm a bit shy. I just, yeah, I can't <laughs> really you? handle, yeah, I can't really handle that. So just to, just to say, we met Bluey at the box 10 years ago when we were kids, all of us. And he wasn't yeah. so shy. And he wasn't so shy then. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> guys, on this podcast, we will call out the lies, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to be on one reality TV show what would it be? Um, I think it would have to be Love Island because it's so popular right now oh, and, yeah. but oh. mainly mainly because I find that shit so funny like I could see myself going in that place and just causing like trouble like, I would love to yeah. be a troublemaker yeah. in an environment like that I would yeah. just I'll be such Love a Love Island if you are looking for contestants <laughs> next year we have your troublemaker with yeah. blue hair I would never go on there but <laughs> I would love to, to. find baby mama <laughs> <laughs> okay right that's enough for the quick fire now i think what we want to get into is some of your experiences as a dj i want to know how you got into djing to begin with and what you would advise anyone that is getting into djing as well um so i started when i was like i must have been about 14 years old and um my dad was nice enough to buy me some decks because I did really well in school. So he's, his way of controlling me was like, do your homework, do well in school, and I'll give you, <clears throat> you know, whatever it is you want. So once a year, I would get a big gift if, like, my year had gone well. And I got a guitar, I got a, um, a keyboard, and the last gift was, <clears throat> excuse me, the last gift was some CDJs, some decks. And I listened to um, DJ EZ, and I basically downloaded, like I grabbed all of the tracks from his mix, Pure Garage, and I listened to how he mixed one into the other and I just copied it. Mm -hmm. So initially I didn't really have anyone to teach me. So I just literally fiddled around with the equipment until I could understand it, until it made sense, which was a very long process. But I was putting in at the time, like two hours a day, um, seven days a week for like the first year and a half. I was just constantly, person and um <clears throat> one of my friends got vinyl decks like a few months later and i went to his house and he taught me how to mix using vinyl so that was like my process um i just went really hard at the beginning with the rehearsing and um when i was about 16 years old i entered this competition at ministry of sound it was called nus ents it was like basically for all college students i just started college and I lied about my age and I said I was 18 so that I could enter the competition because it was for over 18s only. And um, I ended up winning the competition. So I, London, I won the London round and I got through to the finals and it was like London versus Manchester, Leeds, Liverpool, so all the major cities. 
And I didn't end up winning the, the final at ministry, but I got to play at ministry when I was like 16. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, but I missed... I, Don't I, out them now, because I think that's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was... I was I, they, found, they found out about my age and I had to be escorted by an adult, so my big brother came with me. Oh, okay, that's, that's okay. cool. Yeah, that's but um, yeah, I ended up messing up with the equipment. I had some technical difficulty and that like was a really painful lesson for me at the time because creatively like I could have easily won and the judges actually said to me afterwards you should have won that but mm. you know next time you need to have your technical stuff on point and that kind of taught me the importance of technical stuff so now I'm the, I'm like obsessed with knowing yeah. technically how to do everything like I can literally put a whole set together by myself because there is the whole technical side of it is where a lot of the difficulty comes in you yeah. know you can have your set prepped and everything but not knowing what is set up when you get to a space, yeah. anything can go wrong. Yeah, because shit goes wrong. Shit yeah. goes wrong all the time. Even just now, like um, in Malta, a couple of nights ago when I was performing, um, one of the decks just stopped working mid-set. Oh, no. So you were DJing through <laughs> one deck? Well, we had four. Okay. And I was, because uh, I like to mix across all four, and I was mixing across all four, and one stopped working, went into an emergency loop, and then, you know, deck, the other deck, another deck stopped working. Mm. So I went from four to two which will also affect how you're going to mix and what special effects you can do so it was a bit like daunting and crazy but that's just what happens like things just go wrong but you're prepared for all that now yeah mentally so you have can... to just always know yeah. your shit when it comes to the equipment because mm. it's, it's very technical i find it really interesting how you started out because we we obviously we see you on stage and all that but the work that it actually takes and and yeah. the years of crafting that is something that the audience often doesn't doesn't see doesn't see and yeah. um i find that really inspiring is that something that you would recommend to dj starting out is learn your craft um, yeah. Instead of, yeah exactly the main thing is is a lot of dj i get a lot of dms from a lot of djs just saying you know can you give me any advice i'm just starting out and it's like the most important thing is just to be good at your craft yeah. and master that like nothing else comes above that <clears throat> And do you find now with the CDJs being so much more advanced in how you can kind of prep your sets mm. that the skill level that you had to learn when you were growing up has slightly lessened or do you think it's just differed? Um, the skill level that you now require to enter is certainly lower. However, that doesn't make much of a difference because the competition is higher yeah. and there's lots mm. more people doing it. And, you know... Yeah, the, the, the CDJs are now a lot more um, technical, which makes things in some ways easier, but it also makes things worse because it's more complicated now. Yeah. And it's yeah. a lot more simple before. You know, the CDJs that I had and the vinyls that I used to use, there was literally like three or four things that you press and that's it. Now there's like 50. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I would like to know if Fat Tony came out with a book called I Don't Take Any Requests. Yeah. Um, do you take requests? Definitely not. <laughs> yep, I knew that. <laughs> and yeah. what is one of your pet peeves that a so obviously when you when you do a set, often you you know you're the third, fourth, you you know you're the main yeah. the main artist. Yeah. What is a pet peeve that a DJ does before? Um, what like what really gets on my nerves from yeah. the, from the other <laughs> yeah. DJs or yeah. from the crowd? Well, uh, do you know what both from the DJ and from the crowd? Okay, so from. The crowd, I would say, literally, like, people that try to come into the DJ booth and, like, disturb your set and talk to you and stuff whilst you're performing. That's really... I hate Guilty. it. Like, I hate it. It's so bad. 
<laughs> that's, that's literally how I met you. I mean, to be fair with you, when I met you, I was doing a five-hour set and it was open format in a club. So you know, it was okay. You know, you were cool. Yeah, and you wasn't too. wasn't You wasn't annoying. You was being very and polite, and you was choosing your moments when to speak to me. So I think you were paying attention to oh, yeah. when I wasn't mixing. Oh, yeah. She was not paying attention to shit. <laughs> I, I love you for saying that, but you was not. <laughs> but then, like, some people literally just come into the booth and they'll just like ask for a picture, for 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 an Insta follow or whatever, and it's just like stuff that stuff that could be done afterwards. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. let me have my little one hour moment of focus and concentration because you know I'm, I'm performing right now. Now, does this uh, go for everyone, or if they're really cute and petite? <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's just like an all-inclusive Look, if they're, cute, if they're cute and petite, then I'll just, you know, you can quickly take my number or whatever and just get the hell out of there. Do you know what I mean? There's always an exception. So, crowd-wise, well, what's some of the annoying things that are crowd-wise? Crowd, um, crowd-wise, um, sorry, we said crowd-wise. DJ, DJ-wise. Oh, okay, that's crowd-wise yeah. DJ-wise. So, you. I'd say DJ-wise... Um, yeah, again, um, sometimes, <laughs> this is, I hope this doesn't offend anyone, <laughs> but sometimes DJs also like to come in the booth and hang out whilst you're playing your set. And that can be quite distracting because the DJ that wants to hang out with you, you probably, if they're another DJ, you probably want to hang out with them. Yeah. So it's not like a stranger. It's like one yeah. of your actual friends. Mm. But then, yeah, yeah, but then yeah. they'll distract you because, like, you actually want to talk to them. So you, it's you, you really. Do you get feel distracted. like they're looking at your set as well, being like, "What's he doing? Oh, he has that thing on." <laughs> now you know what? I don't even mind if people look at my set, like, because it's like pff, music is. You're supposed to share music anyway, so like. Yeah. Okay. but I'm not everyone does. I, I found that DJs some yeah. DJs get really, really angry if, if people are even like shazamming the mix that they've, like, the remix they've got on. And yeah, stuff. I think. Really? I I just, I think that's really silly because me personally, the way I um, operate is uh, you can't shazam my set because like 80% of the material I play is unreleased, either produced by myself or one of my mates. So, you know, this song's not going to be out for six months to a year anyway. So good luck. <laughs> right, I'm mean, away. I'm going to your hard drive. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say you you hold them down and I'll get his hard drive. Literally, Bluey, let's go for this. Yeah. yeah. I want to say a huge thank you, Bluey, for coming in. I know you flew yeah, in last welcome. night. I know you've got a lot on the summer. Um, are you going back to Ibiza? Are you like to yeah, talk about it yet? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm not. I don't have my exact dates, but um, from July I'm going to be there. You're going to be there, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. I want to go into a little bit more of the people that he's toured with before yeah. as well because yeah. I want to find out some nitty gritty stuff. Yeah. Um, I can't hear. Yeah. <laughs> I it, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure that he has a harem. Woo. I, that, I, I, <laughs> yes. a harem. I didn't even yeah. know that. What's that? I, that's that like, a, like, a, like a, seven brides. He's kind got of a lot of brides. Oh, he he's has, got yeah. three wives. He's got three wives. There yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know a, that. Is it polygamous? Like, um, I, I, I don't know what the word. I think yeah, he's got a harem. That's a harem. Yeah. Well, he's Muslim, so yeah, he's allowed to. I just didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. I want to find out what, about Acon World. Is is yeah. and it's got its own currency and everything. Um, yeah, I don't know too much about it, but I've I've only I haven't spoke to him in a while, but I've only seen few a few bits online, and we always used to talk about it. He used to say that he's going to do the like he's working on this project, so. Mm. Um, I know that it's real and it's definitely happening and he's got I know he's got his own currency um, so does he go to his own shop to pay with his own currency <laughs> <laughs> like how does this work <laughs> to buy his own condoms no. <laughs> <laughs> 
it, there's a whole city that he's creating Sorry. in Africa <laughs> called Akon. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. No, 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 it's actually a thing. So oh, oh, I, okay, Louis sorry. might be able to explain it better than okay. me, but it's really interesting because it is um, a la- land that he's purchased oh. that he's got jurisdiction over, that he's creating his own currency and um, ways for, I guess, people to make money within yeah. his motherland and... Um, so much more to it. So I was actually just asking you a bit about yeah. it because I'm very limited in my knowledge. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know too much actually. Unfortunately, I don't know too much. Um, You've never been invited. Not yet. No. Not yet. No. But I bet. I better get the invite. Do you need a fourth and fifth Kareem? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I'll get some pluses. As long as you don't come and talk to me while I'm DJing. I'll do it. Never again. <laughs> never again. Listen. Uh, do you never. know what I'm gonna do to film it now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> be like DJ's getting annoyed in the booth. <laughs> <laughs> That's our next thing. Sorry, yeah. And um, also, I remember ages ago when you were talking about um, touring with him, you mentioned he's a big fan of chess. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Me and Akon both yeah. love chess. Yeah. We one, t- one time we played chess before a show. And um, I think, I don't know if he was stressed out about something or whatever, but he just wasn't in a very, he wasn't ready to go and perform yet. <clears throat> and he's like, let's play a chess game, you know, so they can take like half an hour. And then we'll go to the we'll go to the festival, or whatever. And we ended up sitting there for three and a half hours mm. because he's really good at chess, and so am I. So we were battling. And at first, I was like, "Let me just let him win, so I can get to the show." I was about to say, yeah. "Is it a bad thing if you win?" Then, before? well, I was gonna let him win, and then I don't know. Like he just <laughs> he looked me in the eye, and he was like, "Like make sure you're playing like properly." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was kind of like a, a kind of like a man to man respect thing, like. Yeah, you know, if you if you don't play this game properly, I'm not gonna respect you, bro. Like, okay. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna whoop your ass then. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna... <laughs> so Just we were re- like, we were really no, no, we were we had an intense game, and the promoter walked in, and the promoter was like, guys, we're like running really late. We need to go, and he's like, I'm not leaving until the game is done. Silence. And like I've never seen him get so serious like that. He's normally is, is he disease talks smoothly. Yeah, he's really calm and smooth. Okay. And but I've never seen him like tell anyone off. He doesn't drink or no. Pa- he doesn't drink or smoke or no. Drugs or, no, he doesn't do anything like yeah. that. He's super really? cool and is he, super chill. Is he completely yeah, sober? completely yeah. sober at all times. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, because he does yeah. amazing shows. I mean, yeah, like, but that's part of the reason why because he's so healthy. You know, he's he's got his energy's just so incredible up and incredible. Like when it comes to doing the shows, he 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 preserves all of his energy. For the show, like, so, wait, who won the game? He won. He won. Yeah, it, it was. It was tight, though. It was tight. Yeah. I knew, there was a, one or two points just before he won where I was about to win, and like when he won, I really thought I was gonna win, and I was actually really upset. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, at least he knows he won for real as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He definitely won for real. Like loads of little promoters running around with headsets. <laughs> but, but then we went. And, we we went and did an amazing show after that. But and yeah, yeah. his manager was like. Yo, why didn't you just let him fucking win? <laughs> and I was like, well, I wanted to play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we were we were seriously late for the festival, but they figured it out. Like other people went on, you know, yeah. like the, I'm the people. I'm sure the superstar being late isn't a new yeah, thing exactly. at a festival. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They can wait. Yeah. Fine. I just Talking love that you two play chess in the back. That's just that's, yeah. that's something that that is an image I will never forget in my life. Yeah, the I only time he actually ever posted me on Instagram as well. So he's um, one of his wives um, took a picture. Guys, I can't. These are actually. She's so She's so Why? Well, yeah, he's got three. Well, but yeah, there's room. One, one of them took. <laughs> one of them took a picture, and um, the next day he posted it, 
Um, and it was just a nice little picture of me and him playing chess together. I think he's still on his gram somewhere. But did, did you follow him go up, babes? Did I follow him? No, did, did your following go up? Uh, I got about yeah. 500 followers every couple of hours for like four yes. days. Oh. Yeah, yes. it was quite silly. Yeah, really? it, But it was annoying because oh, for, for okay. about a week, my timeline was just like random person. This person's <laughs> followed you. That person's followed you. Yeah, that person's yeah, followed yeah. this DM. And I was just like, okay, I can't use my Instagram for no. now. I had to literally wait for it to slow down. Yeah. Like, it was right. Crazy. So talking about amazing shows that you've done, I wanted to ask about the weirdest or funnest after party that has resulted from one of these shows? Um, I think the funnest after party ever is um, I did a closing party with Solomon in Ibiza in 2018 or something like that. About four years so ago. We don't this. get invited to any of the exactly. <laughs> Do you know what? We don't even get a drink at the box. Yeah, you guys are like always busy. Are <laughs> you guys are always busy. I think I'm not. I'm never too we're, busy we're for a busy. party with Solomon. Solomon yeah. or, or being Akon's wifey. Yeah. <laughs> we're available. We will drop anything for that. Really. So I was. I was just a. I was just a warm up DJ. I at this point I only got like um like a plus one or something like that. So. Oh. You know, I, I wasn't even, I wasn't treated like anyone special at all. Dude, but I was, yeah, I was, just, I, was, I was just gassed to, you know, be DJing at Solomon's party. Cool, by the way. Yeah, he's super cool. Yeah. Um, super, so you super DJed cool. at the after party or no, you I DJed, DJed at, at the show? I DJed at the, well, it was a villa party. Okay. To, to, it was a closing oh, party for Ibiza. So well, we, we had about 2,000 people there and then the police came, Spanish police came and, and closed it down because apparently there was too much noise pollution. In Ibiza. No, but that actually is a really common thing with the noise yeah. pollution thing. Yeah. They've got if like you're not a club, yeah. apparently oh, okay. there's some rules. Yeah. But then the owner of the villa just happened to have a club underneath the villa. So, <laughs> so we crammed like, oh, wow. I think we kicked out like half of the people and then we crammed like a thousand people into like a 250 capacity club. That sounds like the club. best party. <laughs> and there was, the sweat was dripping off the ceiling because everyone yeah. was like just crammed in there and like the security couldn't even control everyone because everyone was like, no, we're going in. Like everyone wanted to be in there, and it was just such a vibe. That but, sounds um, absolutely yeah. incredible. It was a twenty-four hour party. That sounds absolutely incredible. Um, not... If this kind of party should hypothetically happen this summer, yes, mm -hmm. Lara and I um, we're available. Have... <laughs> <laughs> I am available to party with Solomon. <laughs> I'm available for villa parties. Right. So we're coming to the end of the show now, and I wanted to ask what advice you would give your younger self. Hmm. Um, that's a good question. Um, a lot, I've, I have a lot of advice for my younger self. <laughs> yeah, please. We have all the um, time in the world. That's actually really interesting. Um, so the advice I would give for my younger self is firstly, don't worry um, too much about anything because whatever's going to happen is going to happen and what's meant to be is always going to be. Um, I spent a lot of time worrying and stressing out when I was younger um, about my career and about how things are going to work out and if how, when, what. And the fact of the matter is you just never know. So all you have to do is your best and leave it at that. Yeah. You know? Um, that's, that's very fair. Yeah. That's and so true, actually. But you don't yeah. realize that until don't you're much older. You spend so much time panicking and overthinking and not sleeping. You know, I remember when I first got um, <clears throat> asked to play for Akon and they literally put me on a business class flight from Heathrow Airport and they were like, we're flying you to Cannes. They gave me like 24 hours notice. It was all very last minute. And I was like, you know, completely like, whoa, you know, and I got there. <clears throat> and when I got to the airport, the plane, there's a, the, there was a plane crash at Heathrow. It didn't crash. There's just something happened with the wheel and it's, there was some debris on the runway and it, it caused 
like a big it was like a very small problem that caused a big problem so they just cancelled all the flights for the day so <clears throat> i'm on the phone to his manager i'm like bro i'm so sorry but like i don't think i'm gonna be able to come and his manager's like, this was your opportunity. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, but what can I do? <laughs> so his manager's like, okay, I'm going to try and get you a private jet. I'll call oh you back in 10 God. minutes. And I'm like, okay, as if I'm going to get a private jet. And then he calls me back and he's like, bro, there's no private jets available. There's no more flights available. We've tried to, like, we tried so many ways to get you here for the show. And it's just not happening. He's like, I'm sorry, bro. Like... Like, this is your opportunity, gone, but... Your life is over. We tried, we tried <laughs> for you, yeah, bro. Yeah. And then I called my friend that worked at a travel agent, and she was on the phone to me, and she's like, there's a flight that's just become available at Gatwick. Get down to Gatwick now. From so, Heathrow. Yeah, so she was like, drive from Heathrow oh, to Gatwick. So obviously she was like, somebody must have had the, the, the decency to cancel their flight. The yeah. decency. You know, yeah, that's a decency. Because sometimes when you're yeah. not going to turn up for a flight, you just don't turn up. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. But okay. somebody actually called in and said, I'm not coming, which okay. is rare. So I ended up getting that one seat and then I was able to do my show. So it's like, whatever's going to be, will be. Like, even if some magic needs to happen, awesome. it will happen, right? I hear that. Thank you for telling us that because yeah. that is actually so true. If, if it was meant to be, yeah. it, it was meant to be in yeah. your case. Yeah. And even if it hadn't, you would still be here and still have your amazing career, right? Yeah, somehow, like, and, and on another path. Right, before know. we have to wrap up, I know you've got some amazing things coming up. You've got releases. Um, Bluey's also a producer as well, so he makes yeah. his own music, as he was mentioning before. And you've got some really cool shows coming up, so plug away. Yeah, um, I've got, so obviously I'm going to be doing <clears throat> High IB for a few times this summer. Um, uh, I've got Minish's Sound September the 3rd with some really big names. Um, and I've got um, this Sunday I've got Abode at 338 mm-hmm. um, I've got Abode in a Park on August the 14th um, which is at Frinsby Park it's going to be a really exciting festival um, and uh, yeah, yeah, it hasn't been confirmed yet but I should be doing a really big venue I'm not allowed to say the name of it but it begins with P and if it's about 7,000 people in it in London so oh. that's not confirmed yet but that's for winter so, yeah, I've got some exciting stuff. Like, right. I have a feeling this <laughs> right. is going to happen. <laughs> and obviously, guest passes for us. Of um, course. Yeah, so we won't be talking to you at all, ever again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bluey, yeah. a massive, literally heartfelt thank you because you did this as a favor. I know no that. Problem. And I know you're very busy and you're very tired and yeah. you've got family and friends. And it's deeply appreciated that you come and you talk to us. Well, you know, thanks for having me. I appreciate that. Really too. appreciate it. And we love you. And we hope that you come back. And yes, also, so. just don't leave us off the guest list like every fucking time. <laughs> Exactly, I completely agree. Love you so much, Blue. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you.